This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the way they were. Hi Chantelle. Hi Grania. how are you? I'm good, congratulations on your new king. Oh no, I'm not involved either, this is neither of our kings. We do not recognise this king. Don't try and get me involved. The half of me that wanted that would not, actually, let's not get into it, it's not my king. <laughs> Kendall Roy is my king. <laughs> I'll give you that. How did you en- did you enjoy the weekend? The time off, at least. I really did. Uh, to celebrate the coronation, I dressed up as the only princess who has ever mattered, Princess Diana. Of so course. that was how I kept her spirit alive, and I got very drunk as she would have wanted. Of course. And for any listeners out there, by the way, who are wondering, who is Princess Diana? What happened with her and Charles? We have an episode about (laughs) it. So now's the time. Go look it up. We are teaching the children the history that matters. We're doing our best. Honestly, when I think back of that episode, my only regret is I feel like I wasn't, I wasn't hard enough on Charles and I didn't defend Princess Diana enough. 
my only regret is we did not spend a good 45 minutes on each outfit that she ever wore. It would have been a 12-hour podcast, and maybe every outfit is more suited to that, but I think you and I could have had a good time with it. The clothes are all it takes. How can we look ourselves in the eye knowing we did a podcast about the split between Charles and Diana, and we never mentioned the breakup dress? We never mentioned the revenge dress, not once, which P.S. is what I'm wearing right now in honour of her. <laughs> and I plan to wear it throughout the entire reign of King Charles <laughs> as a reminder of what he left behind. Of what he, he didn't leave behind because he never had it. That's right. A permanent revenge from beyond the grave. <laughs> well, speaking of royalty, we have comedy royalty on the pod today. And not only is she, is she a princess, she is an American princess. Two of us on one episode. Can you believe it? (laughs) Get ready for a cracker of an episode with the fabulous, funny and very, very great Desiree Birch. The The way they were. Hi, Desiree. Hello, Grania. How are you? (laughs) I'm all the better for seeing your pretty face. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) And it's so lovely to meet you, Chantal. Same to you, Desiree. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, That's so sweet. I love how welcoming it is when we're about to talk smack about some people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as nice as it gets. (laughs) So we're a very romantic podcast. You know, behind of all, we, we love love. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we love love. Uh, Desiree, mm-hmm. do you consider yourself a romantic person? Ah, oh. <laughs> I want to say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, but I think you know, I um, I think a cynic is just an optimist who's been hurt too many times. So I do think that that exists, but I also feel like um, I don't know. I'm. <laughs> Maybe I'm too lazy to be a romantic person. Like, mm. it involves a lot of effort. You know, for me, romance is like remembering something someone said and then like, oh, I got you that gift because at one time you said you were really into it and I thought about it for oh, like yeah. nine months or something because everybody has their love language. But like, I don't know. When I think of romance, I think of, you know, gifts. films. And, <laughs> yes, for me, gifts. But yeah. like, you know, the, I don't know. It feels like it's supposed to be more swa- swashbuckling or, you know, like, you know, boombox in the rain or whatever and like I'm not going out in the rain with a boombox that's like a lightning rod waiting to be (laughs) exploded like you know what I mean like there's just some stuff where I'm like I'll just send a text with a lot of emojis but you know there was a time before texts when romance really existed Okay, so text is what killed it, basically. Yes, what you're officially, that was, that's, yeah, that's SMS. what it Long story short, yeah. <laughs> it was when we lost the vowels, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, it has nothing to do with, like, the dissolution of uh, patriarchy and uh, social mores that uh, are about uh, possession. Uh, rather than companionship. Nothing to do with that. <laughs> so are, wh- y- are y'all romantics? I mean, I assume so if you do this podcast, but also... You've been doing it for a while, a so question. I don't know if that's changed. I think it depends on how, I think it just depends on how you defined romance. Because mm, most guests, it's very few we get a guest, it's very rarely, I should say, we get a guest who's like, yeah, I'm super romantic. Normally they're like, well, I'm romantic in this specific way that yes. I like to be romanced by, which I think means that most people are romantic just in their own way. Very few people are, I cover the bed in rose petals and candles everywhere and love a hot, you know, a walk down the beach, all that shit. Like all of the things that are supposed to be romantic seem like they would just be annoying or catch fire. And I think that's yeah. a 
commonly held. I don't, I don't know who first invented rose petals in a bed. Yeah. I want to meet them. I want to know who they are. They more like, like it. <laughs> a person writing you a poem because we've all had friends who are like, I wrote this poem. And like 11 <laughs> times out of 10, it's, it's terrible. So... <laughs> and like, you're like, how is it romantic that I have to pretend that this isn't terrible? <laughs> <laughs> a friend, I wrote a poem. Okay. Oh, God, I'm really? going to end. Do you want to <laughs> share it? Okay. <laughs> Poems are like dreams. They're, only you find them interesting. Just yes. keep them to yourself. Yes, it's true. It's true. It's but true. I but I, so, yeah. so much of like what we're told is romantic is kind of what you think is so cool when you're 14. Yes. And if it happens to your friend, you're like, oh my God. Like totally. I remember my friend telling me that um, her boyfriend, first year at university, <laughs> Dressed up in a tuxedo uh-huh. and delivered a dozen roses to her during a lecture at university. Oh, oh god. my god. Oh god. He walked in the lecture no. wearing a tuxedo. And imagine I, like, the crappy little rental tuxedo we had that you know it like, was too big, like boys. Yeah, in the he first couldn't day even kneel down in it properly in order to <laughs> hand it to her because he His would lose the feet. face and hair uh-huh. jam. Here you go, it's your roses. I love that he was a 40 year old worker from the mines. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I feel like that's tantamount to it's not it's on the continuum of public proposal, which is like just one of the worst things you can do. That is a hate crime. Somebody I think you should be able to call the police. You should be able to call the police. If somebody proposes to you in public, you should be like, I can't reply because I need to call Nine and nine yes, because if they're I filming it for you, if they're filming it for YouTube, it's just immediate to jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in. seriously. Yeah, like, I'm it's anti. Like I, I'm actually anti-prison, except for men who film their proposals yes, and put it on YouTube yeah. and make a flash mob happen. I mean, what a betrayal! Like you loved this person until this moment in which they held a knife to your throat, essentially, and to be like, "Marry me in front of all these people." <laughs> oh, Do so it on bad. the kiss cam or whatever other. Bo- oh my! Here's a whole flash mob. We choreograph have to dance for a month <laughs> say uh I the mean flash mob. I if, if you do that for prom going. I'll allow it because you're 16 and yeah. you're a gremlin full of hormones yeah. but like you you're asking are me to share people. bills with you and open yes. a bank account with you and buy a house are you out of uh, your fucking mind no <laughs> I'll hook up with you in a limo and then dump you in three months that's oh. fine but no so <sighs> you're not a romantic is what you're saying <laughs> yes <laughs> I think I got an F minus on that test <laughs> I apologize, world. I'm well, very practical. The couple that you've picked, which as yet, Chantal is innocent to whom oh, they are. Lovely. They definitely were a lot of people's idea of the dream couple. So before okay. we, we deep dive, first of all, Chantal still doesn't know who they are. That's so, amazing. What a fool. Let's just sit in this, this moment of Chantal <laughs> being a, a, a little... Guileless idiot. So, the year they got together, I can tell you, was the golden summer of 1988. Okay, okay, I'm with you, 88, okay, I got Let's you. set the scene. Again, we don't know if these events caused this couple to get together, but we don't know that it didn't. 1988, the year Phantom of the Opera debuted on Broadway. Oh US God. banned smoking on domestic flights for under two hours. And the film Die Hard is released. But that's not all. The, the iconic Hollywood moments that were happening that year. Okay. Because 
this dream hipster couple found each other. And they were perfect until these players' love went from dreams to a rocky horror show. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, uh, Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. Well done. That was beautiful. That, that was, was beautiful. beautiful. That was was it Rocky was Horror good. that did it? It was the pl- the players and the Rocky Horror. Uh, That's okay. what did well it. Well done. That's well what done. did it. What well was the done. dreams? Was he? Oh no! I just kind of was thinking they really were everybody's like dream dreams. Idea. I went to, for a second. I, I went know. To, uh, Kevin, that was, was a like, Kevin Costner. Was he with someone? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so like, who else was in that field? Oh, good one. And you know what? I'm surprised. It's funny you didn't mention any major political events like you normally do, because that Mm. definitely would have been a reason these two would have gotten together, because this is the political liberal dream couple of all. Oh, God. Good choice, Desiree. I mean, sploosh, right? I mean, like they have all the right politics and opinions. I mean, they didn't even get married. God bless them. Oh, my goodness. Too cool. I'm so excited. They, oh these weren't so much a couple as like a tote bag. I think like they, they were, were a tote bag. <laughs> I think you... they were the last sort of like great Hollywood couple that was truly shocking when they split. Yeah. Like, it was a real, because were they, sorry, I, I'm jumping ahead, but I just remember there's, I don't know if we could get a couple as shocking to split. Maybe like if Goldie and, and Kurt broke up. Oh, it's like, oh, don't even say that. Don't I know, say I don't want to put that out there. I don't want to put that out there. <laughs> But it was, but it was like that level. It was such no one could believe it when these two split up. So, oh, the heartbreak. Yeah, they were a man, uh, like an institution on so many different levels. It just seemed like with them in Hollywood, it was going to be okay. I feel like them breaking up precipitated the downfall of at least America. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's not 100%. even an exaggeration. You're just like, yeah, that makes sense. I think yeah. you can literally draw a straight line from them breaking up to Trump becoming president. Yeah. <laughs> Prove nice me wrong. one, Susan. Good job being a liberal. <laughs> yeah. Instead of instead of thanks Obama, it's now thanks Sarandon. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> what was it about? What is it about this? What do they mean to you? Why, when we asked you on the pod, were you like, I need to talk about these? This I pair? just I. I in part because of what Chantel, you've said that it was just so shocking. I mean, they'd been together for like over 20 years. They mm. raised a fa- like they made me think a different kind of mm. relationship was possible, you know, because I, it seemed like the whole reason they didn't get married was because they were like, you know, like, no, I want to choose this person all the time and not take them oh. for granted. And it, that, like that to me seems romantic because I'm very, uh, you know, cerebral See, you person. Are romantic. Right. So I was just like, wow, like that's so, you know, like that's so proactive and it's so advanced. And like literally anytime somebody was doing something messed up, they were out there on a red carpet being like, this is bullshit. Like we shouldn't go into Iraq right now. Like whatever. Mm. They were just always out there being like, and like, you know, like they're theater people, you know, like the whole, like they, they just seem like real people who like really loved each other, which a lot of times relationships feel like PR people just sitting there late one night and being like, okay, so you guys need to date for like two years so we can sell like a whole package of films. 
Oh, and the fact that she was older as well was oh, awesome. Deal. I love, I, I love know Grain is obsessed with that. So yeah, that's, actually, that's huge I didn't even start with that because I, I didn't realize subconsciously. I mean, my I come from a line of women who are with who are older than their partners. Nice. You Interesting. Know? Like even currently, I'm only a couple of years older than my boyfriend, but my mom was massively older. And when I've done a little bit of like genetic poking, is little it's like oh, there's always like an older woman. Which, so you felt a real bond with Sarandon. Then. Yeah, and I didn't realize that's, but I just loved it. It just was counter to all of the stories that you hear typically, where it's kind of like he's fifty-seven, she's nineteen, but they mm. really love and get each other. Yeah, <laughs> or they make it sound like uh, what I find really just irritates me is they make it sound like any guy who's attracted to an older woman. It's just like how it's like, oh, well, how is that possible? It's like every woman over 45 is like Helen Daniels uh, from yeah. Neighbours. No, like, He's like, got a kink. He likes him yeah. older. It's always yeah. a kink. It's always a kink to just have a preference because most people don't have that preference, whether it's like for bigger women, for older women. Do you guys, I saw, there was an interview that, um, what's his name, that Kieran Culkin did on oh, Colbert where he was talking about about the woman who plays Jerry, whose name it escapes me. She's yep, an amazing yeah, yeah, actress, yeah, yeah. right? About like, oh, I joke around with her, you know, because she's a, a gorgeous woman and everyone in the audience was like... Everyone's like, ha ha, crazy, like, everyone was just, like, you, like It was just like assholes slamming shut. Like, people were like, okay. <laughs> and I was just like, why can't he as a, just say, well, she's a beautiful woman? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, she's older than me and on the show we have this kinky relationship, but also I can just appreciate... The fact that she's a beautiful woman who's been, she's been beautiful longer than yeah. some of the newer beautiful women. That's oh like, God, this, yeah. again, this could be a whole episode about just this. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So far, we haven't, they haven't even met yet. So we're going to get into it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. 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 Well, so. Uh, Apologies are, in advance, Abby. It's going to be a tough one. <laughs> there are people storming government buildings right now, screaming at the representative saying, when the hell are people going to talk about their star signs? So don't worry, we've got star signs. Susan Sarandon. Should, you okay, Desiree? No, I almost sprayed my entire book collection with water. You did I was drinking at the wrong with, moment. Sorry, listen. That was amazing. Go on your time that just what as Desiree are took a massive the star gold. signs. <laughs> Susan is October 4th. She's a Libra queen. Mm-hmm. Timothy Francis Robbins, 16th of October. He's a Libra king. So, I mean, this was this faded from the start? Because I don't know. Like, Libras are two people that, like, you know, they they balance. It's it's the relationships. I I know too much about astrology. But at the same time, you do need some dynamism. You know, if one of them, if she'd been like a Sagittarius or something, I, you know, I feel like maybe, but like, I feel like they maybe were just too, like, chill. Oh my God, Gonya. I think we have the first guest that when you ask them the question you're about to ask her, she'll actually have a precise, perfect answer. <laughs> I think she might actually guess it correctly. So please ask her the question. All right. <laughs> what percentage chance, according to their astrological chart, did this couple have of working out? Oh, wow. I, I want to... Mm. Shoot. I mean, the thing is, you need to see a whole chart. We need to know where their moons are. We need to know where their moons are. Yeah, I just need to know. Yeah, exactly. What's the four and ten? I think... I think Libras can stick it out for what, but I, I I feel like there needs to be a response. I want to say it's under 50%. I want to say okay. it is 42%. Okay. 
42%. Okay. And I like I'm your gonna... reasoning. You showed your reasoning before you gave your, yeah, she showed your the answer. Work. She showed the work. I'm not going to deviate too far. I think Desiree's probably pretty correct. I'm just going to give him a little bit higher of a chance. I'm going to go 50, 58%. Okay. 58%. Okay. Interesting. So very much like Desiree, like you suggested, basically it seems like they're too similar. Yeah. They are just too similar. According to the star signs, when two Libras start dating, it might be difficult for them to find a purpose because they both share a same mission and a goal, and that is to connect to other people. The only thing missing in both of them, which is very hard to develop, is a sense of mutual respect where there is no passive judgment or expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> both of them are sus- susceptible to this problem and when together, these problems will easily multiply. If they let each other be who they are, they might become an inspiration for all of us. Oh, teaching I mean, us- they did. I clearly did. They did. Ah. 68%. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, that actually number suits how long they were together. That sounds about right. (laughs) Pretty much. That's about it. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, as far as people who weren't meant to be together, like they made it through uh, a longer marriage than most, a lot of our parents did, you know? So, yeah. 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 Longer non-marriage. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. 68%. Okay, so let's have a look at their emotional CV before they met each other. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Let's yes. buckle in. So, Tim, we'll start with him because it's much, he was sort of younger when he met Susan, so yeah. there's less. So, his parents were musicians. He grew up in Greenwich Village, baby. Of course he did. Very hippie, creative upbringing. Whereas Susan, she came, she, her background was almost like Mad Men-esque in that she came from a very sort of mid, you know, it was like 50s, 60s, middle class, very traditional uh, start in life. She got married for the first time when she was at university. Basically, she went to, I think it was like wow. a, a quite like a religious college and she started dating a guy and they had to get married otherwise they'd both be kicked out she started dating chris sarandon a well-known actor and bearer of hot eyebrows from films like fright night which used to turn me on when i was a kid Ah! Uh, eyebrows will do that I didn't know he, he was, was famous. Like, he was like Jet. But yes, he's an actor. I mean, he's not as, but like he's um he kind of he looks like a more um he's kind of got some Peter Gallagher vibes, but oh, a little nice. bit more. Nice. Um, I don't know. There's something a little bit more mis- mischievous, like more um the, the devil in his eyes. Even though oh. they were both at Catholic school, like he Any has a little bit have, of a. I wish we could invoke Peter Gallagher on this podcast more often. <laughs> I I just, really he's did. never turns up to be honest. We hasn't had a big relationship. But I'd like to get him in here as often as possible so thank yeah. you yeah thank you yeah no no worries I, anytime i can call him to mind i um, will do this thing can i ask you a question so where is susan surrendered from because doesn't she have a bit yeah. of a southern twang i thought it was like upstate new york that's what you said no. but that isn't maybe she is but i, I, I swear maybe she's but always it, had a bit of a depending a where you are going. upstate in new york it can feel like the south <laughs> <laughs> okay that's good to know i'll fit in i mean it can be like okay it's a lot of farms <laughs> i suppose you're right yeah it, it can get a bit rural yes, say. yes 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 yeah. that we're gonna leave it at rural yeah uh, all right <laughs> she grew up in yeah new york hot dog maybe she did like a ryan gosling oh sorry and then they moved up to, an accent sorry then they moved to new jersey Okay, so she just grew Southern, up in New Jersey. <laughs> that, I mean, New Jersey. That's basically New York. Like, I mean, if you grow up in Jersey, you're going to New York all the time. That's yeah. so strange. 
Anyway, again, they're too similar. This was the problem. I love that you're together, but also now knowing what I know about romance and relationships, that's not, you don't want, I don't want to be in a relationship with me. Yeah. Or even like a different looking version of like pretty much like me because fuck. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. I'm a lot. You know what I mean? (laughs) You want somebody who's like surprised and finds all your quirks you know, really interesting rather than like really disturbing and unsettling because yes. they know why you do Familiar. It. And they're just like, we're doing this thing again. And you're like, oh, is this, are we the Borg? Like, why are we this one? Uh, you know, but I guess it kind of works if you then like have careers and they're Libra. So they're probably not going to have that sort of like, I'm jealous that you're succeeding right now or you're jealous, you know, like that thing. And then they have kids. So then that's a big distraction. You well, know I mean? well, yeah. well, we'll get to it. She, she okay. talks about this. So okay. she gets married to Chris Sarandon of eyebrow fame. <laughs> he's so hot. He's like, he's like black Irish, like jet black hair, pale uh, skin kind oof. of look. Well, so they got married in 67, but then they divorced in 79. But okay. apparently they only really got married because of, of school. So it wasn't okay. like Because Jesus and a nun with a really thick ruler yeah. <laughs> was like, bang, bang, bang. We're going to the altar now. I hear you in there. <laughs> it's the late 60s. Get married, yeah. kids. <laughs> oh, my god! But don't worry. She rebounded and was romantically involved with director Louis Mal, a little mm-hmm. musician you may have heard of called David Bowie. <laughs> you know, and briefly, the actor Sean Penn. Oh, God. Oh, he just got everyone. Yeah. yeah. There's a mess of the time there in the 80s and Sean Penn was just... Bouncing around, he's like the Pete Davidson of the eighties. Is everywhere. Is there a like six degrees of Sean Penn in I your think podcast yeah. of all the people that Sean Penn has been? That's it's amazing. a lot. It's still going now as well. Who knows who's going to be with next? It just never ends. Yeah, Sh- Sean yeah. Penn, more like. Oh, hey, there yes. we go. And <laughs> um, then she dated filmmaker Franco Amuri, with whom she had a daughter yes, in nineteen eighty five. Oh. But it I'm is. I'm kind of obsessed with Ava Amore, by the way. If you ever want a good time, go check out Ava Amore's blog. She still has a blog. That's <laughs> dope. Susan Rennes' daughter runs a blog. But I mean, really into it. clearly it's big enough that you're still reading it, as oh, are I'm other obs- people. I think, I think it's just me. But anyways, <laughs> go on. One heart on every post. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is three years later in the year of 1988 on the set of Bill Durham. Bill, I was hoping it was Bill Durham. That Susan met Tim. So just so you know, so she's already a big Hollywood name Ooh. at this stage. This is Tim's big breakout role. Oh, yes. And she's playing a real like seductress in the mm-hmm. film and he's playing the young upstart. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Costner's so hot. I want to threesome with all of them in that film. Oh, that film's great. I love it. It's so good. So good. It's so good. It's so true, though. And, and Tim Robbins all like six foot four and gangly and then Susan with her big naturals. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's perfect. I just love them. <laughs> How could they not end up in yes, bed? Seriously. Oh. Yeah, a lot of those those things, you're just kind of like, to me, I'm just like, oh, it's like a cast hookup. You know, it's essentially yeah. the Hollywood version yeah. of you did a play together. Now you're hooking up and you're telling yourselves this is real and it's not. Yeah. But every so often it really every sticks. Every so often. And like, that, like that's a, 
As far as a cast hookup, like that's the correct one. That's I the think. correct one. I think I think that if she had been with Costner, this would have had a whole different yeah. thing. And when yeah. they broke up, we would have been like, yeah, it's probably for the best. But yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and it's it's it says a lot about Tim in that she's she's so much more well established and yeah. famous than he is in the same in they're in the same industry. And it yeah. seemed to, he wasn't sort of like threatened by that or put off by that. He's got BDE. Yeah, he really does. He really does, you know. And not every tall man does, but he definitely does. Like, he, I can totally just see him, him there talking about, like, some play, you know, because they all have that New York thing in common or just being, like, really kind of, like, oh, daydreamy or bookish or whatever. And her talking just being, like... Talking about a protest they're going to go to. Yes, exactly, you what know. What color like, ribbon should we have for this uh, one? For this one. He's like, yeah, I'm supporting uh, my friend who's part of a local union or whatever. And she's like, give me your dick now. <laughs> right. How do <laughs> was remind me of their exact ages when yes. they meet in but I think it is okay final. so we're gonna have to do a little bit of maths here so they met in 88 yes. and Susan is born in 46 okay. so she's she's 40 she's 42 she, she's 42 uh-huh and he was born in 58 Oh, so, oh, he's, so 30. he's 30. He's 30. Whoa. Nice. I mean, nice. whoa. <laughs> nice. Look, I, I have been 42. Kind of young. And that is the exact, and like, it takes a special 30-year-old yeah. for me to even fuck with talking to you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like, come on. If you were talking to someone who was 12 years younger than you are right now, <laughs> however old you are, how badly it's would you lot. want to get out of that conversation realistically? Yeah, I'll suck into a third. I'm 42 now. Cut that out, Abby. Yes. <laughs> but if I was, to, <laughs> and if I was talking to someone 12 years younger than me, uh-huh. um, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, but if he's like, you know, six five and super woke and in a baseball uniform, <laughs> yeah, and he's just like heading off to some bluegrass session <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Totally. He's he's just like, oh, I have a couple mandolins in him. Yeah. For no reason. I don't know. Coming to my VW van or whatever the fuck. I don't know. His parents give him some hippie van. And you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm just falling on the dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's so much of it. Whoops. Okay, you go. Yeah, totally. Do you think, what do you think, like, do you think Susan... Like, I think of Susan Sarandos, like, being friends with, like, Goldie Horn. Oh, they're good friends. They're being oh, friends. Yeah. So, do you oh, think... What, I just would love Goldie's reaction to all this. When oh, Susan... she'd love it. Why do you think they didn't get married? Goldie's like, honey, don't get married. Do what we did. Don't get married. Just stick yeah. with them. Definitely. Oh, oh so they, politically, they never politically got married weird. either? What, Kurt and Goldie famously yeah. know. Oh, my God. Oh my God I can't Desiree. believe that I missed that. Duh, there was no. already a precedent for this. They originated this move. Oh, yeah. Okay, I Goldie need to go back to the Kurt, source. They walked so Tim and Susan could fly. Could yes. <laughs> and, but, and then, but they sprinted too fast and Goldie and Kurt are well, still just walking along. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Tim and Susan became... Just like the dream 90s, you know, hipster Hollywood couple. So in quick quick succession, I'll give you mm-hmm. just an idea of what was going on during their relationship. 91, Susan's in Thelma and Louise. 92, she's nominated for an Oscar for Lorenzo's Oil. Same year, 92, Tim is in The Player with mm-hmm. Robert Altman. He's Robert Altman's new go-to guy. 94, Susan is in Little Women. Then 95, the best little dead, women, sorry. Dead, to say. Oh, yes. yeah. Dead Man <laughs> yes. Walking. Mm. Tim is nominated yep. for Best Director. Susan wins. 
best actress with and her manages ex-boyfriend not as well. to have sex with Sean Penn again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that I know that information, yeah, it's impressive. So this is what, so Tim doesn't really talk about the relationship. Susan talks a little bit, but not too much. This is what she said about being in a long-term relationship. She said, I won't marry because I'm too afraid of taking him for granted, him taking me for granted. Maybe it will be a good excuse for a party when I'm 80. Oh, that's that's really cute. And then she said, I've always liked the idea of choosing to be with somebody. I thought that Mm. if you didn't get married, you wouldn't take each other for granted. I don't. Okay. Then she said, I don't know if after 20 something years, if that was still true. Uh, Well, that's why you don't get married. Easy split. Mm. No lawyers. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's haggling over anybody's stuff. Yeah. You know, you have your kids. You can still You just be like, I bought the house. You remember that, right? We're cool. Thanks. Bye. That's it. Exactly. (laughs) Or like, at this point, you're like, one of I I want to move. Like, I can't. I'm sure. Like, look, I'm skipping ahead. I'm certain. But I feel like. She instigated that. Like she's the older one. I feel like she, I I don't know. I feel like she was an initiator throughout this. Interesting. Well, 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 we will get get to this. We We will get to this. But first of all, they have two sons. The 90s are great. Yeah, 90s great. Everything's fabulous. They have two sons, John Jack Henry, born in 1989, and Miles Mm. Robbins, born in 1992. Mm -hmm. So we're still peak Susan and Tim. Yeah. Desiree, what I want to do is let's go on a, like a magical mystery tour together where Please. it's like, let's say 90, just after she wins an Oscar. So it's it's 96. You're in Greenwich Village. You get a phone okay. call. It's Susan and Tim. They want to know if you want to hang out for the evening. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, please. What should I wear? What should I bring? Well, exactly. Talk us through the night. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's a dinner at their place or some kind of gathering at their place. Like, I feel like it's more like, oh, we're opening up our space to you. And you're obviously very special to us. So we're going to let you know where we live into our luxury apartment somewhere Mm. in Greenwich Village. um, That's, I don't know, overlooking the Hudson or whatever you do, you know, above, you know, the cutest cupcake shop there. Lots of exposed wood and exposed brick. Brick. Yes, it's all it's all brick and wood and magnolia bakery shit downstairs or something now are they uh, shoes on or shoes off household (laughs) because i'm me i want to say shoes off because i like shoes off i just i I like it i know people hate it i just i'm like it's a clean space it's a clean i just i feel like it's so pristine even if it's like covered in books although maybe not i could also see tim being the kind of guy yeah. to like put his fucking shoes on the couch for some reason and well, for he's me a to hippie. be yeah he's care about. so like he might, me, they yeah. might have one of those signs in the bathroom that's like if it's mellow if it's yellow yes. let it mellow you're if right it's brown, it's brown flush, flush it down, down they'll have so one of them like, very like limousine liberal types yeah. yeah either that or like they give you a pair of sandals when you get oh, to their yes. house so you now can still talking. be shooed and don't have to feel weird you just get to wear yeah. a pair of like random clogs that are 
they're too big for you because they're all tins. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'll tell you where they got them. Like, oh, yes. we actually found these in Norway, this amazing yes. little farm we go to. Oh, totally, God, exactly. So right. We were on yes. this tuk-tuk in Indonesia. I don't know if they have tuk-tuks in Indonesia, but like, you know, it's going to be some elaborate story. Totally. And this woman on a mountain, like, hand-carved the shoes. Yep. And you're like, yes, I want to wear these shoes. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then you have to steal them, obviously, like with bowling shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to leave your shoes there and take them home. Oh, sorry, did I not take my... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, I forgot. I'll back to you. There's delete your number. Just yeah, the, the clicking da- of the wood shoes down the street <laughs> did not tip me off at all that I actually left my Nikes and then, like, at your house. a year later when your career's in the dumps, eBay. <laughs> and then you sold it. Anyways, go on. Um, I definitely feel like there's wine. There's, mm. it's you know, like They probably good started wines. the natural wine movement as well. Yes, yes, like, yes. Susan yes. was there early with natural. <laughs> yes. They, they know the vineyard. They know the mm. people it's directly. I mean, there's probably an, like a, a another few people over. Like, I think that they know to keep a good number. So it's not yep. like there's like 25 people there. There's like, you know, fewer than 10, let's say. Maybe yeah, like, like six artists, or eight people. Yes, exactly. And just like yeah. the right balance of people to like have a chat, but like also move around the room and like mm-hmm. look at some painting you don't understand, but talk about it like you understand totally. everything. Very like New Yorker. Everyone's being very yeah. drawn. Yes, yes. 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 And of course, there's some political conversation that comes up about like, can you believe what so and so said? Did you see this in the Times? Back then, it would all been about Bush and Clinton and everything. That would have been the big conversation. Oh, yes, yes, they would have been on the first wave of being pro Monica. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Be like, I can't believe they're dragging her. What you know? We didn't even say dragging. <laughs> they back then. Have I have no that. idea what we said. Do you know what I mean? Um, for sure. And it would. And I, knowing myself, I would. Uh, I would slowly look around to realize that I was the last one, like lingering and keeping oh, them uh, totally. away. I'm always the last one at the party, and I never realize until it's too late. And people are like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Oh, no. Um Because <laughs> I'm just drunk and having a good time. Um, what and do you I don't think they leave. like? What do you think their dynamic is going to be together? Like, what do you think Tim and Susan? like together like is is one of them doing all the talking another one's not or are they both the same or what's their dynamic like do you reckon I mean I don't know I see Tim in the kitchen cutting up the crudite you know I see or that whatever. with the towel on his shoulder uh-huh uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh on his massively <laughs> tall high shoulder oh yeah uh, the, the counters are extra high otherwise he can't reach them he's yeah. so tall he's so tall <laughs> and then, except for over the stove they have those and he's like I keep meaning to change these why do we have the pots that hang yeah you they know? keep hitting my head uh, <laughs> I'm just so tall Susan I know, right and like she's walking out of the kitchen like blub 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 blubbing wine yes. into like a bowl like that's oh. a glass for you you know so Desiree come talk to me over here I have to ask you yes <laughs> yes exactly where did you get that amazing dress from <laughs> um off the street like I got all of my belongings when I lived in New York oh uh, you're so real <laughs> yes you're so real I love that and, and then she'd be like Sh- wait wait Tim Tim you have to hear this Tim Tim, Tim. you have to tell him where in, Ch- in Chinatown, Tim. <laughs> it's like, I love it. I love it. I'm going to put it into play. I love it. Um, yeah, something like that. And I would, you know, I would eventually excuse myself, even though the whole time I'd be like, just invite me for the threesome. But no, 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 no. I don't want <laughs> to ruin let it. Let me watch. Yes. I, I just, but, I, but I, I need to preserve, you know, it's the like, mm. you know, that's as far as I want to meet my heroes. Because yeah. I'm just like, oh, but it's it was so perfect. And I want to go home. I want to immediately go home and tell everybody tell everything that happened oh at this amazing dinner party. I got you invited dine to in their off house. That story. Yes. For, this is one of my favorite ones we've done. Actually, is that I yeah. can stay in this story forever. Yes. <laughs> I feel like yes. we all get it. Yes, <laughs> like we yes. all know what's going on here. Yes, yes. 
So it's a, it's a great night out, is what you're saying. It's a great night out slash in. And then slash like in. every time I kind of see one of them, it's like, you know, then it's like, I don't know. Do they have a dog or something? Like something yeah. they'd be walking or something. A rescue, and I'd be like, a rescue. Yeah. And I'd just be like, oh, hey, if we, cr-, you know, because you always are going to cross paths with someone at yep. least once again in New York Desiree, City. Like, oh, we must do that again. Yes. And then someone's like, was that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, we we're at a party at once at their place. It was no They're big like deal. My friends, whatever. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. See, you know, Clogs, yeah, that's from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep well, meaning to give those back, but I also keep meaning to never give them never back. Never give them back ever. <laughs> Wearing them at my wedding. That is such an amazing rule. If you ever get invited to a fancy dinner party, wear bowling shoes. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just wear crappy shoes. Just leave them. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my god. Well, so things are about to turn for the worst but it no, comes to Susan no. and Tim I'm sorry I, I know we all no. want to stay at that oh, dinner party <laughs> I'm really upset about this one yeah this is oh this is hard it's this not is like hard some to of take. the ones we do that are kind of toxic and like yeah. insane and obviously yeah, and meant to be like, oh my god please break, break up, up already this is it's like dreaded. really it's like the iceberg it's the iceberg yeah. in the... Yeah. <laughs> you're like yes. maybe this time maybe this time they'll dot yeah. it yes <laughs> so around this time Susan stars in a play on Broadway course yeah. exit the king and she said it forced her to confront mortality and re-examine wow. her relationship with tim she said wow. you bring people into your life at certain times maybe you have a relationship to have children and then you realize that it is fulfilled at that point wow she so had when, completed her quest when like, is the, <laughs> <she completed> yes <laughs> when is when is this Grania? so we're coming up to it so this is sort of late noughties. Late noughties. So oh, okay. she's so, yeah, like this is 20 years in. 50s? She's then? in her 50s. Okay. okay. Which is yes. when a woman enters her divahood. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's the best time. Uh, That's then true. She, then she continues. There's no such thing as an ideal relationship. At some point, you have to stop looking at who's coming in through the door and try to make something work. But that doesn't make it easier. Then she said, the difficulty is growing with somebody you pick at a certain point through all those different stages. Mm. I always thought marriage contracts should be renewed every five years. So you get together and then there's a no guilt release clause after five years. Then after the next five Mm -hmm. years, you talk about it again. Yeah, but that only... That only works for two Libras who actually talk. Like yeah. everybody else, where you're like, well, five years is up and uh, my bags are packed. And the other's like, what? Wait, what? You know, I mean, like, uh, so, uh, sometimes everybody sees it coming. And every so often, one person is completely blindsided. Like, yeah. I thought things were fantastic. Then uh, Susan said, if you knew the five-year deadline was coming, you'd be on good behavior and you'd work harder and maybe you wouldn't take your partner for granted. Maybe you'd help out a little with the kids because you'd see she was getting worn down. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you'd come home a little bit before midnight. Maybe Maybe you'd you'd do the dishes once in a fucking while. Maybe you can do the school run every so often, even though our kids are 20. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I want to ask you to do the housework and you ask me, where is the fucking vacuum? It says something, Tim. Maybe it says something. <laughs> Maybe yes. you'd put the banjo down. <laughs> Even hippie. 
please clean, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, so she's, she's getting drums. pissed off. She said okay, this. yes. Uh, so Susan says, the biggest issue is if you get to a certain point and you try to hold on to that, you just try to maintain the status quo mm. and that doesn't work because you can't control anything or anybody and you're fighting a losing battle. Oh, man. And this I is mean, before they'd split up. She had did no, this interview. No, no. So this is after. This so is just after. Okay, good. Because I would be a real hard to say. read being like, oh, how did that interview go? It's like, mm, maybe don't read it just yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. Okay. Armchair psychology here. You know, it's like, is she running from something? Like, do we feel like this is sort of, okay, you know, she was like, hey, I'm grown. I recognize my mortality. We're no longer on the same path. Time to split up. That's a respectable, honorable thing to do. Yeah. Or is she just kind of like... Yeah, I don't know. Just, just, it's not fun anymore. I'm kind of over <laughs> you being tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be the cool. Novelty. But like, now I'm like, tall. my neck and back hurt from looking up. Yeah. Like, I'm done. It's, I'm already carrying these fuckers around, okay? Yeah. I haven't got, yeah. I've got And did I mention they're 20? Okay, so help out. I feel like it's the former. I feel like she just got... I think she's entered a new era of her life. I think Grania's right. I think she just grew up and she got to an age where, you know, there's certain ages where you just quite, you change quite dramatically. Yeah, And true. I think for a lot of women, it is like you, you sort of, not to be that person, but a bit menopausally vibes. And it is a shift. And you're a bit like, I just want to fucking change out of this. And unless you're with someone who's growing along with you, maybe the uh, maybe the 12-year gap starts showing. Maybe they just outgrew each other. Maybe their time was done. Well, yeah. so... She said in a podcast recently when asked about uh, that relationship, Mm. she said that Tim was very jealous, really, (gasps) really jealous of the boys. Part of it was because he didn't have a close relationship with his mom. So her close relationship with their sons drove him crazy. Oh, my God. I did not. The plot twist. Oh, wow. That's really like old school. Like men get jealous when, you know, it's often when when the woman has the kid and the guy gets jealous of the kid getting all the attention. Yeah. That's really like... But also, Basic stuff. him not having a good relationship with his mom is and then a big tip a mommy off. Figure. Yeah, because <laughs> who hasn't been there? Yeah, you know, who hasn't been like, hey, daddy issues, how much older are you? 20 years? Perfect. Cool. And he's basically <laughs> done yeah. that with the big milkers and all. Oh, yeah, that's yes. So- what, yes, oh, I, yeah, Chantel, I love how obsessed you are <laughs> with with them vet think, naturals. <laughs> I just think they're underrated. I just think not enough people. People what was it? Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. What, like, what about fucking Susan? That she was in where she like kissed some woman. I can't remember. Like there was a woman and she like she's like topless and you're like wow. Catherine Deneuve. Some, it's in the vampire yeah, film. Yes, yes. It's Catherine. Like and it's like. Oh my God, these women are so like so hot yeah. and it's so sensual. So hot. Yeah. And it's like a lot of titties. I don't think anyone should forget how great Susan Trina's tits are. Yeah. <laughs> Make yeah, sure I that mean, we do nothing else here today. Yeah, We're reminded. Like, yes, exactly. I mean, that, that's a b- b- good bumper sticker. Just like <laughs> never forget, forget how great Susan Sarandon's tits are. Tits are. <laughs> it's, it cheers everyone up, I think. <laughs> I think it's what's going to turn this whole thing around. <laughs> I mean, what if she pulled like a like an Emma Thompson and like was just naked in a film like right oh, now? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. how much would that do to the entire collective consciousness? Oh my God, that would be massive. I think that would be massive. the shift we need. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that would be a yeah. culture shift. Yeah, I think so. That I, would, I would that agree. Would... 
an axis would change there. My yeah. God, so back to her. So he's jealous of the boys. Yeah, and, and then just... she also said that sometimes Yikes. it's hard when two people in are in the public eye mm. in a relationship because they might feel bad when people come up and ask you for an autograph and not him. Oh. Yeah, okay. I mean... Yeah. So keep I mean, that in your back of your mind. So Tim and Susan announced their split in 2009. So the interesting details about this. Okay. So 2009, Susan had four films coming out. Oh, wow. Tim had... Goose egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, weirdly, I mean... and I think this is a, a strange twist, both of them had just recently worked with Saoirse Ronan. So it got me thinking. Oh, yikes. Okay, so what has mm-hmm. she done? Yeah, was it just the experience <laughs> she of working with Poison C- Chalice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, so, don't get anywhere near Saoirse Ronan. We, yeah, we, yeah. we need to keep Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell away from Saoirse Ronan at yeah. all costs. Is so, that what you're saying? <laughs> so 2009, how many years ago was that? That was what? 15? 15? 24? No. <laughs> what? 14. 14. 14 years ago. Um, Saoirse Ronan's what? Probably mid-20s. So, like, what was it working with a 10-year-old Saoirse Ronan that drove That did this, something. That did something. The opposite so, of Irish charm. So, with that in mind... <laughs> The opposite of Irish charm, the opposite of the look of the Irish. So it got me thinking, because we don't have a lot of actual, you know, first details and facts from this period. So I put on what we know about why they split up and the fact that they had recently worked with Sir Sharonan into... Chat GPT. Oh, she loves this. She loves this. <laughs> so I sent you a copy of the script. This is literally what happens when you put in all the details of why, you know, around what maybe caused the split and the okay. fact that they had recently worked with Saoirse Ronan on different projects. Okay. I asked them to imagine dialogue of this of Susan Sarandon and Tim splitting up. So wow. I thought, Desiree, you should play... Susan, obviously. Okay. Chantel, well, you'll be you. Tim. And, and you'll I, be I'll, I'll be <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. 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 Amazing. All right. You, everyone ready? Yes. Okay. okay I'm in character. This. I am tall and young. Okay. <laughs> Susan, I really think we need to have a serious conversation about our marriage. I agree, Tim. We need to figure out what's been causing these issues between us. Hey, guys. What's going on? Sersha, this is a private conversation. Can we talk to you later? Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see what was happening. It's okay, Sersha. Tim and I are just discussing our relationship. Are you guys breaking up? That's so sad. (laughs) Yes, Sersha, we are. But it's something we both agreed on. But why? You guys seem so happy together. (laughs) It's complicated, Sersha. Tim and I have been struggling for a while now. Is it because of your career, Susan? I heard Tim is jealous of your success. <laughs> Sersha, can you please stop making things worse? This is a private matter. I'm just trying to help, Tim. Maybe if you weren't so jealous of Susan's career, you guys could have worked things out. Sersha, that's not helpful. Tim and I both have our own issues to work through. Exactly. This is not about jealousy. It's about our relationship. Well, I hope you guys can work, can work things out. I really looked up to you as a couple. Thank you, Sersha. We appreciate your support. Yes, thank you, Sersha. But I think we need to end this conversation now. Okay, I understand. I'll talk to you guys later. 
There she is. And scene. Well done, everyone. Yes. Everyone is respectful of one another with very little and easily resolved conflict. (laughs) Great. Perfect. Our jobs are finished. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, because he's getting dumped. Let's be real. He's he's super getting fucked. He's out here being like, I mean, what are his interviews where he was like, um, she hogged the kids. See? So she's the only one who's out here being like, he was jealous of me. Grainne, I presume you searched high and low. Grainne is an amazing researcher. And I presume, and Tim, I mean, I've never read, I don't think, a interview ever with Tim Robbins. So I presume he's just never, ever discussed this, has he? Well, okay, let's, his next relationship really just throws his relationship with Susan in in quite a, an interesting context. So let's just Okay. 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 Susan, uh, just to sort of put a little button on it, um, Uh she said that when she broke up with Tim, people were coming up to me in the street and saying, I cried and cried when I heard. Well, I was sadder, she declared. I didn't (laughs) think it would happen either. Oh, I mean, that is... Just for a little oh. public notice, do not do that. Don't walk up to a stranger and tell them how sad Just you are about their like, breakup. I'm so sad about your grief. About your oh. That's so bad. <laughs> and write about that in your journal. Thank you so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just trying to go to this Christmas. This is what podcasts are for, people. Yeah? Yes, yes. Exa- and this is what, talk to my daughter. She has a blog, okay? Yeah. If you want to put it somewhere, <laughs> put it in a blog that one person's going to read. <laughs> Talk to Ava. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. So I think there are two, the relationships they had with after they broke up okay. are very interesting. So okay. do you want okay. to hear Susan's first or Tim's yeah. first? Who you decide, Desiree? Oh, I mean, honestly, I really want to hear Tim's first. Okay. Yeah. So. I want to hear where, whose arms he went weeping it, into. Can I guess that it's a young woman? So he announced a divorce from somebody that oh, nobody that knew he was nobody married. Nobody knew he was even married to. They right? divorced yes. in 2020 after okay. um, three years of marriage that okay. nobody knew anything about. So this big long, long, we're just going to be together. Mm-hmm. Immediately, next girl he gets married to, she is 30 years younger. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna find a girl, and we're gonna get married. Yeah. Like I actually She's wanted young. to the whole time, but you wouldn't married. let me. That's right. <laughs> not any kids. Yeah, and that's not gonna work either until you figure out your mommy issues, Timothy. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Tim. <laughs> yes. Get to a therapist. Yes, you can't just keep running around fucking people because you're six five. <laughs> he's gotten taller throughout this and, and because you're six feet 25 inches tall just doesn't mean you can do anything you want all right people are counting on you so was the was the young girl that he married was she anyone we've heard of she was no she was she was she, an actor and a writer of course she was of course she was okay. of course but i'm she sure was, she's lovely yes. we're being very cruel i'm sure she's yes great. of course i mean also whatever like i'm <laughs> also, I'm, whatever. I'm i'm 20 years younger than him and i would do that immediately <laughs> Immediately. Definitely. <laughs> so he is now dating a director who is 20 years younger than him. Okay. So, okay. you know, so he's playing ball. He's, he's, he's Hollywood he's, now. He was in Hollywood, yeah. He's following I mean, the line. I guess he can't date anybody who's older than him. I mean, he is in his 60s, right? It, well, it, it, okay. Okay. Very wait, interesting. Because okay, now wait. we'll get on to <laughs> Susan. Okay. So who did she rebound after Tim? 
She okay. started dating a, a much younger guy called Jonathan Bricklin, and together they started a ping pong empire. Oh my god! <laughs> what? This what? is what? not what I expected. Okay, oh so she god. was just like, I need to be free to finance this young man's dreams of having a oh ping pong empire. How because young why was not? this guy? Was this one of her son's friends? No, I mean, he, but. A ping pong empire what does that even mean yeah what's a ping pong empire do they own like, <laughs> well, so a, they the owned, place where you play it they established the ping pong lounge spin what this is really embarrassing <laughs> i don't I, I do mean, not like any of this <laughs> i've been to one of those places for like someone's birthday that's like the yeah, adult games place where you're d- darts yeah. and ping pong and some and other throw axes at a bit of wood or some yeah, shit yeah one of those like, things whatever. so is okay. it one of those like, yes they started it, she, and... she is still even though they have since split up she still co-owns the new york ping pong club <laughs> i mean Okay. It's not the Viper Room and no one's going to die at the ping pong club. So, (laughs) you know, all celebrities need their cottage industry, especially women in Hollywood, because it's like, they're not going to let me work until I'm dead. You know, I've got to like, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to disappear for a while and then come back as like something else. You know what I mean? She's got to pay for that loft department. Yeah, she does. And all of those huge bowls of wine, all those (laughs) clubs that she's like, came from Indonesia. they were a good investment. Did that didn't work out. So no, I just checked. No. So her her ping pong um, empire guy just thirty years younger. Oh, and just she was, thirty years. And so she was she was in her sixties. Yes, and he was okay. in, in his thirties. So it's fine. She got you know. Uh, you know, as Desiree said, that should be their tagline. Nobody dies at the ping pong club. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I Nobody go. dies at the ping pong club. <laughs> Meanwhile, when it's like murder on the table. <laughs> Man stabbed in jugular 78 times by upset <laughs> darts player in other room. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> so this is what she said. She said, I think I can only be with people who are really looking, interested and asking questions questions which is much easier to find when you're younger because yep. nobody knows True. anything and everything is new so just be like just be real just be like look if i was a dude no one would look at me twice for having partners yeah. who aged out yeah i just don't want anyone to i just don't want anyone to really argue with me yeah you're older yeah it's so, like the, yeah. it's that emotional equivalent of like holding your hand against someone's forehead who's just swinging at you and they can never reach you because it's just <laughs> yeah. like look if they're 30 years younger than you you know i like a man in his 30s who still thinks maybe one of his dreams is going to come true because yeah. i have the money to make it come true <laughs> yeah and we have a ping pong empire <laughs> here we go <laughs> She will make all your ping pong dreams come true. Yes. I mean, there's got to be some crossover between her boobs and ping. I haven't figured it out. It's just two great bumper stickers I would like to have on my car. No one ever dies playing ping pong. And can we all just take a moment to remember Susan Surrender's tits? If I saw a car with those bumper stickers, that's my soulmate. You're just chasing them down the motorway. Come back. You have to come back. I love you. So I think I have a feeling why I know where your judgment may fall with this, but we, we're we coming to what this whole podcast is formed around. Everybody knows in every split, there's a winner and there's a loser. There's <sighs> one you're worried about, there's one you're happy for. So in the great split between Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon, who thrived and who simply survived? 
it's hard to not state the obvious that <laughs> Susan tough. Sarandon continues to thrive no matter what her she you know like she springs eternal she definitely came out of this the winner and is like started several different businesses with her 30 year old partners I'm certain yep. beyond ping pong um and I, I yeah and I, I worry about Tim because he's a sensitive soul you know he, you know like he can't just yeah. sit there directing a play or a film or whatever and not have countless hours to think you know late and bed at night you know he is a weird one like what happened to tim robbins it is odd yeah because i mean like he's done little bits and but like i think he was a pretty big bloody actor he was pretty big deal and then i think he just sort of like was like i'll just direct some stuff like he did direct some things but like i think he just sort of i honestly i mean i i feel like this relationship broke him a little I feel like it did. I feel like she walked out like a phoenix and I feel like he was like in pieces trying to figure out what happened, I think. And, and, you know, he might not give interviews generally, but he definitely probably wouldn't have been able to talk about it. Like, I think, I think he got messed up. I think he's like the guy who like lost a lottery ticket after he realized it had all the winning (laughs) numbers. With like, I cannot... <laughs> the trauma you're like I, wow. I know that's what you know me for but it's too painful to discuss that's it I can't we never talk about it and I, I don't tell the story of it and don't ask but like I'm directing 10 sad plays this year so come see them. um I'm an artist no, you know yeah, yeah he's an not, artist let's now. not forget I'm an artist he's okay an artist, yeah like I'm allowed to be this moody and date anyone him, like, who's legal like a, a like a cabin upstate or something yeah. like that as yes, well I imagine him very much being in the, in the outdoors a lot yeah Fly fishing in his spare time and shit like that. Staying I mean, out of the city. Good. Fly fishing is good. Meditative, whatever. As yeah, long as imagine doesn't him spend doing that. Too much time in the cabin. The minute he starts to get a beard, we need to be on 24-hour Tim Robbins watch. I think I kind of am now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has taught me. I'm a bit worried. Have I didn't have him on my celebrity grizzled? death bingo card, but I'm thinking of adding him. Oh, God, no. I love <laughs> him so much. He's such an awkward little flower. I just want to put him in under glass jar and be like, oh. it's okay. You don't so have to Susan's dig these the children. Winner. But but we I feel so. for you, Tim. Yeah. yeah, we really do. Oh, would you agree, Grinder? You would. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Come, Come on. on. I mean, she can even start a ping pong business, and we're still like, go, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you're. You a could queen. tell me she was like into crypto, and I'd be like, yeah, must be cool. Of course she is. Susan got a Susan Saran dollar or something, and it's like, yeah, I'm buying all of those as soon as she gets her own crypto. I'm getting them. So speaking of. Women that we support no matter what. We have one final question for you. We do. We do. Um, There's a woman out there who is presently in a relationship. Granted, we know this, listeners. Everyone keeps emailing us and texting us. We know. We're just ignoring it because the question is too much fun. So forget about her current relationship. She's legally still single. And um, we think she deserves someone sort of of her level that can love her the way that she needs to be loved. So Desiree, put your thinking cap on. And can you think of someone up to the standard of being with the one, the only, share oh wow why this name popped into my head Uh but i don't know if i want it to be him but it's somebody like him well let's discuss the name that popped into my head is adrian brody and i don't (sighs) like him enough for him I to like be with it. Cher, but it, I, like I think Cher should be with someone younger. You're just thinking of tall so, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of tall, yeah. Guys again. tall guys. Got tall in the brain. He, he, tall, he also guys. has that like funny nose thing that Sonny yeah, did. He's got like a great you know, nose. he's oh, got an amazing nose. nose. It's one of those like oh. I need to get to know this nose. You could park a Cadillac um, in the shadow of that nose. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> On oh. a summer's day, and it would st- 
stay cool. Um, I don't I know why it. that name came into my head because I can't think of a single but thing I that he's done recently. Good. I think she would ground him because he tends to take himself mm. a bit too seriously. That's so I think why. she'd be That's very much like, thing. oh, snap out of it, Adrian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I right. guess so, Cher. Right. And, and he's got his hair and he's hot. He's aged yeah. really well, like a fine yeah. wine. Yeah. I'm into it. They yeah. would be an intriguing couple. I think you'd really go, if they got together, I'd be like, oh, maybe there's more. I've misjudged Adrian. They kind of like, they, they kind of look similar. Yes. Uh, yeah. And there's also that thing, too, where they, they seem like they're, I mean, not like they're cousins, but you know, like I, yeah. I'm thinking about the like Sonny and Cher, they were different, but there was something about them that felt like it was of a yeah. piece, you know, and I and feel would, like, yeah. You'd really respect Adrian Moore. You're right, Grant. Yes. Be like, oh, he must I be mean, kind of cool. Okay. Okay. I see yeah. you. Like, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. I think it would be very good for him. Yeah. And I yeah. think she'd just have fun. She'd just yeah. be like, well, I don't always. care. But yeah, bust it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's go. I yeah. have seven shows tonight. Okay. <laughs> I want an Oscar too, you know, Adrian. It's not just you. <laughs> and Halle Berry kiss me voluntarily. <laughs> exactly. She comes over regularly. All right. We, you know, you should take a lesson from her. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, oh great answer. Oh, my Thank God. you so much. So well, thank, thank you, you so much, Desiree. Thank you for taking Where can me on our this listeners journey? find more of you? Oh, this was so wonderful. So um, find me uh, mainly on Instagram, but other things, but mostly Instagram at Des the Ray, D-E-S-T-H-E-R-A-Y. Yeah, for like updates on, on my stuff. I mean, you can go to my website, but just go to the Instagram. It's a little bit more up to date. Follow Desiree on Instagram and all the social platforms even the listen trade platforms on, yes. listen to we're on too hot to handle as well where she's amazing amazing thank you glad so to hear you still have that gig good thank you it's a fun one thank you so you really are you 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 watch the couples get together yeah and then you mourn when they don't work out yeah yeah, expert yeah. guest I do, it, do, it does break my heart a little bit even though i'm like why should they work out? They're twenty. <laughs> they're not. They're not Tim and Susan. Yes. Yeah, they really are not. Wait until she's forty-two and he's thirty, and then come talk to me. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank Desiree. You. This was great. Thank you, Thank you so much. What a delight. Thank you. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So. Email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the way, way they, they were. were.